You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 63. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Today's show is with Jasmine Nemec, and I'm so excited for you to listen to it. Jasmine is a business coach who helps women build a fulfilling plus freedom-based beauty business. She believes that equipping women to generate wealth is the best way to create world impact as women are proven to give back 90% of their income to their family, church, and community. She helps them do this in a way that keeps faith, family, and friendships at the center. She is a teacher turned mom turned running plus nutrition coach turned biz coach and has built a multiple six-figure business utilizing Instagram, Facebook, and a Google search bar. I know you are going to love this episode, so make sure you listen and you go follow Jasmine and find all of the good things that she has to offer you and go say hi and enjoy. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Jasmine, thank you so much for coming on to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I've been so excited to visit with you. Why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself and tell us about who you serve and how you serve them. Absolutely. So my name is Jasmine Nemec and Lindsay first. Thank you for coming on here. Like I just have to brag on you like the, the, what you are doing in the business coaching world right now is amazing because I really feel like you're super heart centered. You're super at how can I really help my clients stand out in a market that day after day is getting more saturated. So just have to brag on you for a second. Oh, thank You're- you. <laughs> um, but my name is Jasmine. I love helping women build a fulfilling and freedom-based business in the beauty industry. I have worn a lot of hats in my time as an entrepreneur. I used to be a second grade math teacher, became a stay-at-home mom, and looked for a way to start a business, which started in health coaching, and then went to run coaching. And then I found up in some way that I was a business consultant. And here I am now, kind of pulling all those things together, helping women in the beauty industry um, build a business. So I attract a lot of women who are health and wellness professionals looking to scale their business and add another revenue stream to their business or women who are just like, hey, I want to jump into this space and I want to do it really well. And I kind of give them a business in a box to do that. Uh, The product, the marketing strategy, the support. So that is currently what I'm working on and I am obsessed with it. It has impacted over 4,000 people in the past almost two years. And it has been, um, it has been a true joy just to see how the Lord has brought me through different business uh, endeavors to be where I am today. So I'm, I'm super grateful to be here today and chat with you guys. I love it how you said you're super grateful for how the Lord has brought you through all these business endeavors because so many people could put that in a completely different format. They could say, I've gone through so much stuff to get here and I've tried everything and nothing works. I love how you kind of switch that up into something positive. I truly think like we have to have this attitude as business owners that everything is working in my favor because like, (laughs) here's the deal. It's not easy to start a business. I mean, nine out of 10 businesses fail in their first two years. Like it is challenging. It is a challenge to be that person who decides to stick it out. But I think time after time after time, it really comes down to what was my reaction to something that happened. And a lot of times that all starts with the way we interpret things, which is our mindset and our belief system. So 
it has been an up and down roller coaster. I will not deny that in any form. I think anyone listening to this can know, hey, if you're, you're here sticking this out, you've probably gone through some stuff. But um, you're here, you're listening to this. This tells me that today you want to be a better version of yourself. You want to learn from Linz, who's incredible. And I just want to commend you for listening today and um, for choosing to show up for yourself, even when there's times in your business that it's, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Do you remember kind of the moment when you decided to leave your career and decide to do something more for yourself? Do you remember how that felt for you? I do. It's so cool because for me, so right now I'm a biz, I'm in a business that's actually a network marketing profession. And I know a lot of times that that can have a really interesting stigma. You know, it can have that spammy, you know, network marketing, yucky stigma. But when I think of my transition into the online business world, I actually didn't even know it existed. I remember being a second grade teacher. I was pregnant with my daughter. I knew I was, I was going to leave my job and be home with her, but I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. We have a ton of student loans to pay. We, I need to do, I need to work, but what is, how do I do that? I can't stay in the classroom. That is a a, a fulfilling job, but a very draining job. And I knew I couldn't be a great mom and be a, you know, be a great teacher. So I just prayed like, Lord, what, what can I do? Do I tutor from home? What does that even look like? And a friend from um, college reached out about doing this online health coaching partnership. And I literally didn't even know online business was a thing four and a half years ago. I had no idea. And by her choosing to just say, hey, you'd be great at this, jump me into that health coaching, which helped me learn about Instagram and, you know, like building a business and being an entrepreneur and marketing, which then like molded into, hey, I want to do my own thing. And just that moment of, my eyes being open to, wow, there's so much out. There's a whole nother world out there that I don't even know is a thing that to me serves as a daily reminder to, I'm sure there's women right now out there. Most people know at this point, online business is a thing, but I think most people, there's still a lot of people who don't think that that type of thing is available for them or, you know, they don't know, they don't have the know-how and for me, it daily fuels in my business to say, Hey, I want to help those women who want to see a better way for their family. And I want to be an answer to their prayer, just like someone was for me. Mm, Yeah. I love that because it's like, you kind of knew probably in the back of your mind, you could do this. And all you needed was that little nudge from a friend saying like, Mm -hmm. this is available for you. Come and come over here and see what it's like. Totally. Yeah. Even this jump in, I know we both know Rachel McMichael really well. I mean, she's a fantastic business coach and you know, we're doing this. She actually is the person who asked me to do this, partnership in the beauty industry that I'm in right now. And like, honestly, (laughs) if she wouldn't have said to me, Hey, I think you'd be really good at this. You should check it out. I don't think I ever would have done it. I really don't. Like I, it just sometimes takes someone outside of ourselves. Again, if we're going back to this mindset piece where we can be so hard on ourselves, like we're not good enough at this or, you know, that I could never try that. But having that voice outside to say, Hey, you should you'd be great at this. And I'm sure you experienced this a lot with your clients too, Lindsay. Like, you know, we can get stuck in our head a lot and you serve in a role that you can pull people out and say, Hey, these are skills you have. This is something you're really good at. Have you tried going this direction in your business? Have you tried this? And just that outside voice can be so helpful. Um, and I'm so grateful. I've had people be that voice for me in my, in many ways inside of my business. 
Mm-hmm. So let's kind of fast forward. You started your health coaching business, which is funny. I feel like everyone, um, all the <laughs> entrepreneurs start there. It's like our gateway drug, yeah. entrepreneurship or something. <laughs> I think we all have that one thing in common. So you did that and then you evolved into the, the business owner that you are now. So when you think about the people who are listening or the people who come to you at the very beginning, what are their, what are their major doubts and what are they struggling with and what are they afraid of when it comes to tapping into this, this business that you have? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for people stepping in is, will this really work for me? Can I really do this? I remember when I started in the health coaching field, like we all do, you know, it, it was, I learned so much, but I definitely didn't bring in the revenue I wanted to bring in. And sometimes when you start, it's a slow start, just full transparency. It takes time. And, um, I remember thinking, will this like ever happen for me? Or, and you know, you kind of come to a place where you're like, okay, if, if I want something to change, then I have to change something. And I remember we had, we're just both chatting before this. We both did a mentorship program with Amanda Tress. And I remember, looking at that and looking at the sales page and then like looking at the price and I was like, Oh, okay. Is this really what it's going to take for me to go to the next level and really do something with this? And I, it was that feeling of what if I put all this money in and I don't see a return and it doesn't work. Like I'm a failure, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just came to a point for me where I was like, well, (laughs) my option is either keep doing what I'm doing, which clearly isn't working or to do something else to change it up. And I made that, you know, before that as a health coach, I was making, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month and then, you know, jumped into this coaching program. Literally the next month I had my first four figure month, you know, and it was like, you know, it it was, there was just something about me and seeing myself and saying, maybe I don't have the answer, but I am worth the investment. It is worth me investing in myself to be a better entrepreneur, to be, to meet other high level women and to grow personally. And that is worth the investment in and of itself. And growing my business would just be even a cherry on top. So I think just having that mindset of, Hey, if you really look at your business right now, and there's something that's not working, it's not because you're broken. It's just because like, there's a new area of growth that needs to happen. And you have to step into a new level of self in some way. And a lot of times that is an investment in some form. If it's a new course, if it's you investing in your health, if it's, um, you know, you reading a new book, it could be as simple as that, but you just saying, Hey, I'm worth the investment and I'm going to invest starting to do workouts or starting to do, to take the time every morning to journal or, you know, do joining a mastermind group. I am worth that investment to step to the next level. I think is the, the biggest thing you have to decide to do in your business over and over and over and over if you want to continue to see the results that you want to see. Mm-hmm. Investing in yourself isn't like a one-shot deal. It's not like, nope. okay, you have a, you had a coach. Now you're good to go, go, go swim by yourself. It's something that you have to continue doing because everything, everything changes every what, five minutes in this world. Yeah. So we, we have to keep up with everything. And just the fact of surrounding yourself with women who get you or men or whatever you are working with, that makes you into a whole new person. So like you said, if you want to change your business, you have to make that change. You have to do something different. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's hard. I mean, it's not, one thing I can say as an encouragement though, is I look at every investment I've made in my business and I've invested a lot of money into my business. Like I'm just going to a lot, (laughs) but when I look at every single investment, I can honestly say, I don't regret any, any one of them. 
anyone. Mm-hmm. Every, I can see personal growth or business growth every single time I've made an investment in my business. So it's, it's always worth it to me every single time. Oh yeah, absolutely. We can pull out every single one we've done and, and say, oh yeah, this happened when I did this. It's almost like a, a game when I invest in a new um, group program or coach, something changes in my business and it's just a fact. And I, I remember hearing that from entrepreneurs when I was doing this all for free and thinking, oh yeah, well, that's easy for you to say because you just want my money. You're saying, well, if you invest yeah. in yourself, everything will change. And I remember thinking that's like such a load of, you know what, and um, mm-hmm. it's, it certainly can sound that way, but if you trust the person, then it comes off a different way. So that's why I, I really like you um, because you are so transparent, not just with your business, but with your family. So tell us about how you balance all of that. Cause you have three kids, you guys are <laughs> a married couple and you got all kinds of things going on. Like if you're not going out for walks or showing what you guys are cooking, I love watching all of that. How do you find that healthy balance to build that no like and trust factor with your audience? That's a great question. So first let's talk about the balance piece because I think this for moms is probably the biggest block in starting a business. In fact, when I think of starting my business, my whole why was how do I provide for my family while being a present mom? <laughs> it's been the thought in my head all throughout. And I think when it comes down to it is we, I think, especially being an entrepreneur, I really believe that being an entrepreneur is almost like an accelerated sanctification program. You know, like having, being married helps you see a lot of ways where you're like, Hey, I have a struggle in this area. And then you have kids and you're like, man, <laughs> I have issues in this area too. And then you become a business owner and you're like, man, I got issues there too. And and I don't say that as like, again, we're not these like broken, screwed up people, but it's, I think that's a blessing to say, oh, wow, the Lord has opened up and showed me another way that I can grow. And I believe that this business does that a lot for me. Um, I say the leading trait of um, billion dollar CEOs is self-awareness. And anytime you're in a place where, you know, in the morning, you know, you snap at your kid or, you know, you got a busy day and you're trying to figure out how to balance it all. It's an opportunity for you to say, hey, this is a great way for me to grow. And I think something I've really tried to do in my business is be willing to learn out loud. I get a lot of messages from people who say, you know, Jasmine, you're a super mom, you know, oh, you can do it all. And just to be fully transparent, I am no different than you. And I think just by us, or, you know, I think you do the same thing so beautifully, Lindsay, just being able to show up and say, Hey, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm trying to go. And almost like this learning out loud approach, I think is what has built trust. When I think of starting my business, you know, when I had my daughter at home, just a, you know, a little newborn, it was, Hey, while while she is napping, I'm going to work. So she goes to sleep. I'm going to work. And then you throw a second kid in the mix and that doesn't work as well because they don't have the same nap schedule. And it's okay. You know, what, what will this look like for me in this season to have, to be a both and mom and wife to be a great business owner and help my clients, but also be a great mom. And at that point, I really had to come to a place to say, it is like, I don't have to be doing everything in my house to be a great mom. Like that is the point where I first, you know, hired my first virtual assistant. I mean, literally guys, it was like three hours a week just to manage my inbox. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, that's one thing I can I can get some support on so I can still be present with my kids. And then, you know, after that assistant grew and, you know, another community manager for one of my group coaching programs. And then we added like a Facebook ad strategist. I realized like things in the business were going good, but I wanted to have that same flow and structure at home. 
And I knew for me, there were things that um, I don't love doing or aren't great at like um, cleaning (laughs) and said, (laughs) Hey, what if I just had someone to help me in this one area in the home and I could use that extra time instead of, you know, my kids waking up from a nap and then I have to clean toilets. What if it was, Hey, those toilets were already cleaned and then I can go for a walk with my kids because I would rather spend time impacting my clients and being with my kids though. And my, and my husband, those are the three most important things to me. So like, let me outsource some of this other stuff. So then it became, you know, there, you know, after kid number two, it's, Hey, I'm going to hire a local college student. You know, she, you know, she's, there was like a local Christian school that is a, a woman, someone that I really trust a referral. And while my kids nap, she's going to come, she's going to clean my toilets. She's going to fold my laundry and you know, she's going to cut some vegetables. And that way when I'm done working, it's not me playing catch up. It's, Hey, I can be with the kids now. And even at this point, we have help in our, in our home at the most eight to 12 hours a week. And again, if you, and if you're a working mom and you do more than that, there's no shame here. Like, you know, your family, you know, what is best for you. You know what they need. But, um, I think just coming to a place where you say, Hey, I don't have to be all things doing all the things to be like a successful person. In fact, I think it's really empowering to be in a place as your business grows. And again, like I said, it's really small. Like I remember making like $1,500 to $2,000 a month when I hired an assistant for 10 bucks an hour. Like we can start really small, but then, you know, as your business grows, being willing to say, Hey, this not only a gives me more time freedom, you know, to be able to, when I outsource to be able to have more time with my kids and my husband, but also when I'm paying someone else, I'm helping someone pay their way through college by letting them work, you know, eight hours a week in my home. If I have an assistant, you know, I'm able to, to pay them to support their family as well. And it's this ripple effect of I'm, I'm able to be present with my family and also impact and give stability to other homes as well, as well as impact my clients. It's just like this like ripple effect impact that gets me excited to be in a place where I can chase balance. Now, let me just be honest. I'm not a perfect mom. In fact, like literally telling Lindsay before this, right now my little boy was trying to get him to go potty on the potty and he's literally still sitting on that potty. Like (laughs) it's always this balancing act. I'm so not perfect, but I think when we're willing to show up and say, hey, I do not have it figured out, but this is what's working for me. This is what I'm working through. I think that is what then builds the trust for our audience. Mm -hmm. That was a loaded answer, but (laughs) I like Well, I, that's what I love about, you know, people like you who are so transparent, like we're going through potty training or we're trying to get this done. And we had to hire help in this area because it just makes our life easier because I mean, let's face it. When mom is happy, everyone is happy. When mom can feel more relaxed, especially when the kids are so little, it's just like so important to be there as much as you can. I feel, cause I mean, I haven't worked outside of the home in 14 years, so I can't imagine a life where I would have to leave them. And I know there are a lot of moms who have to leave their kids, they leave their babies every single day and go to work. God bless them because I don't think I would be very good at that, but that's just where I was placed in my life. Thank goodness. So let's talk to the mom who has to leave every single day and go to work, drop their kids off at daycare, but wants to start something so she can eventually work from home. What do you say to that mom? I think the biggest thing I could tell you is that you're going to make a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain and long-term gain. And 
I, there's going to be a season where it's going to be, you're going to have to figure it out. You're going to have to get up a little bit earlier. You know, you're going to work on your lunch break. You know, I have, this is something I've helped a lot of moms do. And it is the most rewarding and fulfilling thing for me. I remember actually getting to meet one of my clients literally a year ago and we got to go out to lunch together and meet for the first time. And she, I've, you know, was walking beside her in her business. She was, um, you know, doing the same thing. She was a teacher. She had a, a, you know, a 45 minute commute to work and then back. She really wanted to put her kids on the bus for school and wasn't able to. So she started building a business. And I mean, the girl was up at 4:30 in the morning. She was a runner. She was getting a workout in. She would get a little bit of work done in the morning over her lunch break. She would get some work done. And then when she laid her kids down to sleep, you know, she would, she would have to get some work done, but to see her do that consistently. I want to say it was almost two years that she did that. And for us to be able to meet up and, you know, have like literally meet her for the first time and for her to say, Jasmine, guess what? I put in my resignation for my teaching job. Like I'm going to be home now with my kids. We both wept (laughs) for joy. And like just knowing and seeing the work that she put in consistently and the sacrifice she made for a short time to give her now, like now she's, you know, putting up pictures of her playing trucks with her son and they're going on walks and they're just, they're just living their life. But I know that she had to really just decide that, Hey, for a little while, I'm going to have to really give this, I'm going to have to make a few sacrifices. You know, that probably meant less like Netflix binging. It probably meant, you know, like, you know, you kind of fall asleep with your head in the pillow a little bit more tired during the day, but she had a mission and a vision to say, Hey, I'm working for a greater future for my family. So I want to encourage you that a moms have done it. They have done it. It is possible, but it's going to take, you know, I would say an hour in the morning, a work over lunch break and an hour in the evening for like three, six, five, if not three, six, five times two to really be able to jump in and maybe sooner, maybe later. Like, I, I don't know what your timeline is. I don't know where you're at mentally, where your business is, but if you commit to the process, I know it is possible for you. hundred percent. I've seen many women do it and I know you can do it too. I think it's so important that, and I love that you shared that it took her two years to do this with these small drops in the bucket because you know, so many people want to say, well, I'll wait until my kids are all in school and I'll wait and I'll wait and I'll wait and think of all the things that could be passing you by, um, that you're missing out on. Just for example, the company that you're with, think of, think of what would have happened if you would have said, oh, I'll wait until my babies are grown up. And then you would be in a completely different spot that you are in now, but you really felt there was something to this and you just jumped in and you made it work. Yeah. And it, and the hard thing is, is where, you know, me and my husband are really into, well, I would say he's really into like the financial, financial planning side of things. We're huge Dave Ramsey fans. And, you know, we're huge on the, like looking at the, you know, the baby steps you can take to be financially free. Cause at the end of the day, like that's what we, me and my husband want. We really want to be at a place where, you know, we, we are able to be pouring into our children's college education. Like we, we are thankfully because of my business debt free. And that would not have happened if I would have just been like, I'm going to be home with my kids and been a stay at home mom. And I, again, want to caveat, there is nothing wrong with being just a stay at home mom. But I'm assuming if you're learning here, you're like craving something deeper and more inside of you. And like that can open a lot of doors for me. Like us being debt free has opened up so many opportunities for us to do things. And just knowing that like, me making, making those little extra deposits by starting a business to put into our savings and investing and to tithe more. And 
Like I am making a bigger impact now as, as opposed to waiting until my kids are in school, which at this point would be another five, uh, you know, five years before, you know, my youngest is in school. So it's like, we're just getting so much ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I just think even if it's a small thing, like even if your business is bringing in a couple hundred dollars a month, imagine over five years, what that could do for your family to get you on your feet. Like to me, waiting typically means it never happens because your kids are going to be in school and then they're going to be in sports and then there's going to be this, there's always going to be something. So like, if you have the stir on your heart, you just got to start. Mm-hmm. And I always think, well, when, you know, my kids are older my kids are nine, five and two at this time, when they're older, it's going to mean more freedom for me because I got started so long ago. So it's like, if you want to do this, go ahead and get started. And so you're talking a lot about this company that you work with. And, um, I want to, I want you to talk to the person who might be afraid to add something onto their plate, whether they're an entrepreneur or they work, you know, outside of the home, they're really interested in what you're doing. So I want you to share what that is and then talk to them about how they can make this work for them with their lifestyle. Yeah. So, you know, I currently am doing a business partnership where I'm partnered with a luxury hair care company. And it's really funny when I think of my story, because I was one of the people who, you know, there's kind of, there's kind of two things when you look at a, really any business endeavor, but I'm, if, it's, if it's a partnership or you starting your own business, there's either a stigma, which in, in my profession, a lot of times can be like, oh, isn't that like spammy? And like, you do like, you know, cold messaging, you know, like, what is that? I don't want to be a part of that. Or it's, I just don't have time for that. I don't have time to like add another thing to my plate. And I think when... Well, we'll we'll just kind of talk from my perspective. I remember being at a place with my second when he was born. I had a lot of high-end one-on-one coaching clients because at the time I was really focused on my um, business coaching business. Alongside that, I had a bunch of running clients because I was also running my run coaching business. And I was, I kind of came to that, that moment of, hey, my goal in building this was to um, be present with my kids. And I felt like like, even though I had systems in my business, I was taking that stress of caring about all my clients into my walks with my kids into dinner, you know, just like thinking about it. And I just knew, and it's so, and I don't want to tell you, there's going to be times in your business where it's not always going to be perfect. Right. And again, I had this moment of, I need to figure out how to do this in a way um, that I'm not going to carry a lot of stress in my business and also give other women in my network permission to do the same. So for me, I saw this as something that like, I want to help women scale. So for me, when I jumped into this, I knew this is going to help me take a load off from my clients. So again, just when, just as we were talking to this mom who wants to like kind of work out of her nine to five or whatever, you have to know it's going to take, it's going to be a process. So yes, there's going to be an element when you start any business, it's going to take some sacrifice up front. It's going to be take, it's going to take you being really diligent with your time. However, when I think of the times where I've experienced the most personal growth and the most fulfillment, it's when I'm a little bit more busy. I think of my time as a college athlete. I ran cross country and track at Cedarville University, which is where I met my husband. And it's really interesting to me that my grades were always better when I was in season. And it's because I had to be ruthless and a good steward of my time. And I think when you add that other thing in, a lot of times it really helps you evaluate and say, hey, where are little areas where I'm wasting time, where I'm scrolling on Instagram or Facebook, because let's be honest, we all do it. (laughs) Um, Could I take that scroll out and instead use that time to scroll 
to intentionally connect with people on Instagram and maybe, you know, have a, like meet some business partners or, you know, see if they want to be a beta test for one of my new online programs. Like there's always little ways we can, we can make that time. Maybe if you commute back and forth to work, um, maybe that time can be time for you to listen to professional development or for you to hop on like sales calls. There's, I really believe that there's always a way. And when you have that why and that vision of, of a long-term thing that's better, I really believe you're willing to make the short-term sacrifice for the long-term gain. So when I jumped into this, I said, hey, I really want this to be able to lessen my coaching role. And at this point in my business, I all of my coaching is scaled. So everything is either through group coaching um, or through my business partnership, which is group coaching as well. So I feel really confident that the more and more people I can plug into the system, I can continue to scale. And that to me feels really freeing as someone who wants to still be a present mom and wife. I love that. Why don't you tell us, if you don't mind, can you share with us a typical day for you and your family? Yeah, I will. So now I will say we are in the middle of sleep training, <laughs> a five month old. So I'm going to say the goal day, but it does not always happen. In fact, today I slept in because he woke up a little bit more last night than I wanted. So there's, this is what I go for. And I will say I hit this two, maybe three days a week. And I'm totally fine with that. Um, the goal for me is to get up, um, you know, between five thirty and six and have some quiet time to myself. This is time where I'm reading my Bible, I'm doing some journaling, I'm like centering my day and remembering like really my goal and mission in my days is to create something that, you know, shows people Jesus. And um, if that's through my coaching or through my mentorship, but ultimately just know that people have a safe space in my place to know the Lord more, but also to grow as a woman. Um, so I, I have some different like affirmations that I write out. And if there's anything in my heart, I feel like needs to spill out that takes place in the morning. And then, um, from there, if there's like a project I know I have to get done, like something that literally can take um, 30 minutes to an hour, um, I will I will get that in there. But that, again, I really aim for more like 30-minute quick thing. A lot of times it's me like following up on my DMs or something like that. And then I go into my workout. Currently, um, I am running, and I, um, I'm a mom of postpartum now of three kids, so I have some serious ab splitting, so I'm working with the PT to restore my core. So it's getting my workout in by that time. My kids are awake. So, you know, luckily my husband is, um, he is home most of the day. He is a professional runner. So he'll go to practice in the morning, but typically before morning he gets breakfast ready for the kids. And I kind of take over breakfast routine and getting dressed and, you know, getting everybody ready, kind of tidying up the house. Um, during the normal year, it might be me doing some school time with the kids or we go to the park or just kind of depends on what the day brings. And then typically around, you know, 11, we do lunch. And then around noon is when we start kind of winding down and we, you know, get the kids ready for a nap. For my daughter now, who's a little older, it's quiet time. And then when they lay down, it's work time. Now, you know, one or two days a week, we do have a nanny who comes in to help with like the cleaning and the meal prepping and the folding of laundry. And during that time from about 12 to four is my work time. So that typically looks like, you know, for me, you know, getting some professional development in, checking in on my team, um, answering my DMs, and really, like, especially with how the, the algorithm and stuff is always changing on Instagram, just being really intentional of how can I nurture my tribe, if it's putting out some great content, if it's, um, you know, answering some DMs or replying to comments, just, like, fostering a really great community 
And, um, and then from there, it could be, you know, a different variety of projects depending on the day. I do like to block my day. So like for me, Mondays look a little bit more like goal planning. Tuesdays are a lot more like team focus. Wednesdays are more like content focus. Thursdays, again, are another more team focused day. And Friday is kind of like my catch up cleanup day. So within there, you know, there could be, you know, drafting and writing emails or um, looking at some of my back end systems to see how we can make improvements on things. And then typically around four, I like to wrap up and um, that could look like going for a quick walk, you know, just around the block with the kids, getting out a little bit, you know, getting some fresh air, having dinner together as a family. We like to be outside a lot. So then in the evening, it might be another walk or just sitting on our back patio and playing on the trampoline with the kids. Sometimes that looks like um, going to, there's a really cool, like we'll like to go to like a little restaurant. There's like some kid friendly restaurants in the Greenville area. Um, but just having that present family time. And then depending on a se- which season I'm at in my business, I would say there are still definitely evenings where after the kids lay down, I'm getting some work done and I'm playing a little bit of, you know, I'm kind of catching up. What are things that I need to kind of wrap up for the day? You know, are there clients that I had to make a one more check-in on? Um, is there, you know, direct messages I need to answer? And um, I would say that's a typical structure. There's times where it doesn't always happen that perfectly, but that that's always the goal of the day is kind of like, a little bit of work me time, some family time, back to some work time, back to some family time, and then wrapping up the day. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you have a lot of structure, but it's very flexible. And that's so important when you have three little ones and business and all of that. So you're setting such a great example for your kids. Do you see them like kind of emulating you in any way yet? It's so funny because my daughter, like a lot of times where I'm in like we're, we'll be sitting here working and she'll pull out her little notebook and write in it. And, you know, she's talking to her clients or she's, she <laughs> asked for a computer for her birthday because <laughs> she wants to, you know, work with her clients. I'll, there's been times where I've caught her with my phone and doing the, hi friends, I'm so excited <laughs> to chat with you today. <laughs> And it definitely makes me laugh. Um, but yes, I do see that. And, that, and that's something I remind myself. I think I know a lot of times as moms, I think sometimes we can feel this guilt of like, oh my gosh, my kids see me working. They think like, I don't love them. Or we can just kind of have these crazy stories in our heads. But to me, like if my kid sees me cleaning up, you know, a mess, they, yes, they're, I'm embodying like hard work and taking care of your things. But if my kid sees me on a client call and I take the time to explain what's happening a lot, a lot of times, like I'll explain, Hey, you know, mommy is helping other moms be home with their kids. Just like mommy's able to be home with you. And I like let them in on that. And they, yeah. then they see me doing it. Um, it shows them that like I, we're living in a world that's bigger than just our little, our little space here. Mm. That's so good. I know I heard my daughter, Gracie, the other day, um, cause she's, she's probably heard the majority of my calls in the last five years. And I heard her explaining something to um, my son and she goes, does that make sense? Because I say that all of the time. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Jasmine, this was such a great conversation. Can you please share with our audience how they can find more about you and what you do? Absolutely. So I am most active on the gram. That's my fave. If you want to see my crazy kids and our, you know, our life of trying to do our very best, check me out on stories at Jasmine Nemec, spelled J-A-S-M-I-N with no E at the end, and then N-I-E-M-I-E-C. That is where I hang out the most. You can also hang out with me at coachjasmine.com, but if you want extra support on your business, you can go to get my free course, which is coachjasmine.com slash free course. 
Or if you need any help with your hair and beauty.com, you can go to coachjasmine.com slash hair spa and take a quiz to figure out exactly what kind of support you would need to feel more confident in putting some um, better products on your body, which then helps you show up more confidently in your business. Mm, Perfect. So much good stuff. We will put all of those links in the show notes so you guys can go find Jasmine and say hi. Thank you again for being here with us, Jasmine. It was amazing to have you on. You're so welcome. It was such a blessing. And Lindsay, just thank you for cultivating a community where women can be real and transparent on how to grow their businesses. Like you've created a beautiful community and I'm, I'm honored to be able to chat with your ladies today. So thank you so much. Want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are, and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com podcast. Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.